Welcome to Yip Yappin and Jaw Jappin, Episode 5. I'm Will Pokorny. And I'm John Purdue. And we just have a very wide array of topics to talk about. First thing I want to get into is a problem I've had at work, mainly in the bathroom area. Uh, That's never a good problem to, to have if, you're, if your bathroom problem is at work. And it's not even your bathroom problem, I'm going to assume. It's someone else's bathroom problem that becomes everyone's bathroom problem. Ooh. So recently, uh, when going in the stalls like ones want to do, uh, you just find just logs of turds just unflushed. And it's been happening for the last few months. It's a phantom pooper. It's really everyone knows who it is, though. It's this guy we hired a couple months ago. And someone like called him out on it. I think they put a sign up in the bathroom once. <laughs> what did it say? Uh, it said like, please remember to flush after you use the bathroom. Yes, we know it's you, Daryl. It's really like, I know who it is. I'm not going to, na- I'm not going to name names, but everyone knows who it is. Like I was talking to some of the executives about it when we were down in South Carolina and, uh, they were just like, yeah, we know it's this Have guy. Have any of them confronted him about it face to face? I don't think so. I think they're just like, he's like a dog. He forgets sometimes, (laughs) but he's good at his job. I was like, so we're just going to excuse this guy just leaving full logs like across the fucking toilet bowl? That's wild. I would be so pissed if I walked in and there was just doo-doo all up in the toilet. It's disgusting, man. There's two stalls. You just walk in, you open one, and it's just like, did a ghost do this? Has he ever left them in both? No, thank God. Imagine... (laughs) He just takes a dump in one, he leaves, he comes back like five hours later, and he's just like, I'm not going to use that one, someone's shitting there. (laughs) See, I imagine him pooping in one and like holding it in with his pants around his ankles, like wobbling over to get into the other one and then finishing the rest of his poop. Uh, No, it's it's just this guy has absolutely no clue, man. Like, we've caught him in the act. Really? I've been at the sink washing my hands. And someone's been in the stall, like, I go in to take a piss. But, you know, you see a pair of feet under the stall. Uh, You know those houses that have, like, you flush on number uh, two, but you don't on number one? What if he grew up in, like, a reverse house where they don't flush on number two and number one one. they flush? I mean, guys, it's basically water. We're just recycling it. Number two (laughs) is like, hey, buddy, I drink that stuff. (laughs) What are we, Flint, Michigan? I wonder. I wonder why he does that. You you need to become his friend and ask him why he poops and leaves it. I don't want to become his friend. He he just forgets. Like that's the thing. I'll piss. He's in there. I flush. I'm washing my hands, and you don't hear another flush. And he just comes out and just walks right out the door. He doesn't, doesn't even wash, wash his, his hands. Hand? Oh, no. it's disgusting. Dude, is he like a nice guy? Other than that, yeah, but he's. Dude, this guy's honestly the personality of, like, just, like, a dumb dog. But he does good work, apparently. Really? But he just tries weed. Like, he's just all up in your face, like, friendly if you talk to him. And I just know he doesn't wash his hands after twosies. So I don't want him <laughs> that close to me. I don't blame you at all. Uh, so I've had to, like, work with him. And he just gets... He just brings his poop fingers by my desk. Ooh. That... Anything with... I've never had like an office job, but I can only imagine the horrors of an office bathroom. Yeah. That's the thing. We're like 80% girls in the office. Oh, true. 
You know, it's like six guys using the bathroom. Dude, I was talking to Harry the other day, and uh, he told me one of his coworkers takes off his pants and puts them on the hanger. That's a baller move. (laughs) Right? That's George Costanza type stuff. Damn, like, (laughs) you really got to poop that bad, and you know it's going to be that big that you got to take off your whole pants and hang them up on the back of the stall door. He's legitimately JD from Scrubs. When he used to pass out. Yeah. And he would always... Yeah. Damn. That's a baller move, though. He doesn't work in a hospital, does he? No. No, hmm. he works in an office. That's kind of a wild move. This guy probably has to take off his shoes, like, take his slacks yeah. off, undo the belt. Yeah. He, hang- he hangs them up. Depending on the age, maybe take the suspenders off. That's that's wild, man. It's I a can't lot of effort. Like I would just laugh. I said I said on your last day you should reach over and steal the guy's pants. <laughs> that would be true. Just put him in the fridge or something. <laughs> put him in a FedEx box. Send him back to him in the company. Damn. I mean, I'm happy they're like... I'm happy that's the biggest of his concerns. Like office bathrooms, depending on where it is, it's not terrible. But I don't know how many non-flushers Harry has. Do you have a men's and a women's at your place, or do you guys share? Men's, women's, and like a singular handicap stall that's basically just like a second girl's bathroom. I guess the girl's pooping bathroom, I would imagine. I thought you were going to say a transgender stall or a transgender bathroom. Might as well. I mean, kind of need one now. You hear how uh, Travis Scott got in trouble? No, what'd he do? Well, not got in trouble, but got quote-unquote like canceled by the internet. Fucking, uh, the cover art for Astroworld, supposedly he took one of the transgender models off of it. Oh, that, who gives a fuck? What if she But it was, like, a huge... Like, what if they just weren't, like, model-worthy? That's the thing, like, at that point, you can't get mad because people get canned from shit all the time. Exactly. But it became, I don't know, I think I'm just on Twitter too much. Well, dude, that's one of my biggest problems. Everyone is looking for something to get offended about. Yeah. It's everywhere. Like, I was just talking to this one guy today on Twitter about, um, I forget exactly what it was, but, oh, um, they found some guy who tweeted something six years ago, and they, like, mobbed him. I was like, that was fucking six years ago. Leave the guy alone. Who cares? There's also a difference if it's, like, some absolutely wild shit or just, like, you know... Like, you can't be doing what the Brewers guy did. Granted, you shouldn't get, like, suspended or shit for that. Like, it happened a long time ago. The guy was probably, like, 15 years old. Exactly. But he came back to a standing ovation, which was kind of wild. Bro, they showed, um, like, a video of the crowd, and it was all white people. It's Milwaukee. (laughs) (laughs) Milwaukee's supposed to be a pretty, like, racist town, I've heard. It's, like, uh, really segregated. It's because they have a big Spanish population. And they're not fans it, of those guys. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be really split between the whites and the Spanish people that live in Milwaukee. Damn, that's crazy. I mean, the Sterling Brown shit also. That Yeah, that's true too. Dude, that, A lot of dude, shit happened in Milwaukee. Those cops got in like no trouble at all. I was like, all right, this is going to be it. They fucking, they fucked up. This guy's famous. And then they got like a week suspension or something like that. Because stories just die out so quickly because of the internet, I feel like. Well, it's not just that. It's just like, man, cops. Yeah, it's like a week. Yeah. Like, they get, at this point, they're getting away with anything. But I feel like there are legitimate cops that get canned and, like, fired and shit 
for shit that's like way less than that for like not getting a speeding ticket quota oh i would not that's the wild shit yeah like they're firing guys but just not the right guys well that's the thing man the cops are just like such a brotherhood too that they're always going to defend each other and i get that for sure yeah but at the same time like it, it comes back when the cops that are good guys for not outing the bad cops yeah it comes down to it that like they also get I mean, I don't know. It's a weird conversation, but they definitely, a lot of bad shit, especially in Milwaukee. Yeah, I mean, that's a rough area, man. Midwest City, brutal winters. It's Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre. <laughs> it's also not like the nicest area in the United States to live in. Yeah. Like the whole Midwest, Chicago, Chicago, well, half of Chicago, I should say. Yeah. And Milwaukee, I mean- Detroit. Flint, like all of those places are not the greatest. Also, Wisconsin legitimately had to start like a GoFundMe for an NFL team. It's like all, it's just all shareholders. That's just true. all a bunch of townies that fucking put in like a thousand dollars. But that's also really cool. It's cool as fuck, yeah. They, but the Packers essentially started GoFundMe and Kickstarter. Yeah, pretty much. I wonder how their YouTube video would look for them to uh, start it up. <laughs> What's up, guys? We're the city of Green Bay. We're going to name ourselves after people packing cheese. <laughs> to be fair, like, Wisconsin's all about the cheese. Is that really what they're named after, though? Like, people packing cheese? Or does it have, like, a deeper meaning to it? I honestly have no idea. The only thing I know was, like, the jokes back in junior high about fudge packers. That's fair. But that's about it. <laughs> I have no idea the origin of the name. But I know they all wear the cheese heads, which is kind of dope. That is cool. That's definitely the coolest mascot. The cheese head or the corn head at Nebraska? The corn head is cool. Corn head's wild. Just because dudes will dress up in like farm suspenders and shit, paint their entire body red like they don't, like they're not already just some Irish fuck that's been standing in the sun for eight hours. (laughs) You didn't need the body paint. Ah, man. Brody, so... My friend Colton, he asked us to talk. I guess he heard the podcast and he wanted us to talk more about some conspiracy theories. And he sent me one, which I sent to you. And it's a conspiracy that has been around for a while, years and years and years, for about as far back as I can remember is when I started just like looking at conspiracies and everything like that. And it's the Walmart FEMA camp conspiracy. The martial law walmart's in on it yeah and to those who don't know people go around filming walmarts uh, that have closed they're getting construction done on them uh the video showed a few in raleigh north carolina places like that and inside the walmarts they are completely empty there's nothing in the aisles no cash registers nothing like that and they have excuses like they're closed for plumbing but they're not going to open back up And at a few of these places, there have been cranes or military trucks or things like that to really heighten the conspiracy, I guess. Yeah, and it's pretty wild once you start looking at, like, I believe it was 2015, and it was just all across Texas they were shutting them down for, like, plumbing issues. Mm -hmm. It's all the same issue at every single one. The Milwaukee cops just rise up. They're like, martial law, us and Walmart. (laughs) Well, that's just like, I don't know, it's a, 
it, it's a it's a sexy conspiracy because it's one based completely in reality. It could happen, but at the same time, I feel like that one's definitely a stretch. Yeah, I was looking into the actual FEMA conspiracy thing, and it actually like dates back back to the seventies when like FEMA was made for disaster relief and shit. Yeah, do you want to explain the FEMA conspiracy real quick or just like kind yeah. of what they do? So FEMA, uh, they're essentially the ones, the government uh, department that goes down. They went down during Katrina and like Hurricane Harvey in Houston and they just provide relief. They set up like tents, they give blankets, they give like rations and shit. They just go and it's essentially like a giant like auditorium or gym that they'll have. And they'll just be like cots lined up and you just have to stay there and ride out like the disaster. And so from that, people have thought that if we're giving government, um, was it this government department, like all this money for disaster relief and they're just going to like, they're just going to use this government department to detain us when martial law starts and the police state rises. Yeah, so... Uh, just building off of what Willie said, it's essentially that a major event's going to happen, and they already have the United States divided <clears throat> divided up into like seven different bigger states. So Pennsylvania, New York, Maryland, all of those would be considered one state, and the rest of the United States would be divided like that as well. And after this natural disaster or man-made disaster occurs, they would shuttle these people into these different Walmarts that would be surrounded by fences and barbed wire fences. And you have to stay there. The government owns you at that point. It's pretty much a modern day concentration camp. Pretty much. It's a lot like the the Japanese internment camps in like World War II, where they would just round up Japanese Americans. Yeah. Their thought process is just like, if they try to start a civil rebellion, we're just going to gun them down, <laughs> which sounds yeah. good in theory for them. But Honestly, looking more into these conspiracies has gotten me to be a cop, gotten me to want to be a cop more and more. Has it? Bro, get that government funding, got the, if anyone's going to be in charge in martial law, I'd like to be on their side. Well, that's what it, that's what martial law would be. It would be the cops in the military. That's what I'm saying. I'm about to join the army, get myself a Dodge Charger. <laughs> be fucking sick. Don't do that. It's not worth it. So how do you, how do you feel about this uh, conspiracy? Do you think it has any, uh... Any, well, some of the videos I saw in the video that uh, that you sent me, some of them were a little, like, sketchy. Like, the one where the guy just pulled up and it was already, like, barbed wired out. He was just like, I'm at my local Walmart. Yeah. I had no idea that that could have been a Walmart. That could be a bit of a stretch. Yeah. Definitely weird coincidence that it's all plumbing issues through every single fucking Walmart. I do agree with that. Definitely weird that they take out everything from the store to fix a plumbing issue. But, like, my whole thing is, I get why they would say plumbing issue, and I also get why they would take everything out. Because if it is a plumbing issue, like, what if all the pipes break and then all of that inventory's ruined? Yeah. Yeah. So, I get where they're coming from by taking everything out. And that's why, although it could be a conspiracy, but I highly doubt it, there's a lot of things that are reality-based just like that explanation we just gave for them removing everything from the inside of the stores. Yeah, some of them are kind of weird. Like the first video in that 
conspiracy video you showed me. And if you want to look it up, just type uh, Walmart conspiracy and it's like 13 minutes and 45 seconds long or something. Yeah, but it's all just like firsthand film. Yep. And uh, really just any Walmart conspiracy video video will do or FEMA camps, F-E-M-A. Um, just look into those. They're pretty interesting. But like I said, it's a, it's a little bit of a stretch for us to get there. Yeah. It's just based in reality enough to believe it. Just because the Walmart has like a disaster relief program where they'll team up and they'll fucking just provide supplies and shit during uh, natural disasters. I don't know. It's definitely not the craziest conspiracy theory I've heard. Oh, absolutely not. But I don't think there's going to be martial law anytime soon. Or if there, if there's there no is, reason for it. fuck it, bro. Round me up. Ugh, I do I'm not middle, want to be. I'm a middle class suburban white guy. Like I'm, I'm gonna be fine. <laughs> I do not want to be round up and put in a concentration camp. We see yeah. what happens to people of color all the time when that happens. We don't really do well. Yeah, probably not good. <laughs> Maybe I could use my PDA card to get out of it. They're like, yeah, man, my uncle's a cop. Do you think if I? convince them to let me take a 23andme test they will find that half of my ancestry is white and they'll let me go or is it that i'm i'm brown now and that's what really matters they're gonna do that uh old story where they're fighting over the kids so they're just gonna cut you in half and Uh, let one let one half of you go i just uh, a racial draft that would be cool and just take me on the white side (laughs) if i was a captain man you'd be the first pick hey thanks brother i'm out here looking out no, no. Take you and snapback first. <laughs> Damn. Uh, so let's just keep going off that. Like speaking of uh, conspiracies, you see your boy Alex Jones is getting into some trouble now. He got kicked off of Spotify for uh, what was it? It was like hateful content or something like that. Yeah, and he's uh, he recently got sued also for um, the Sandy Hook massacre as well by the crisis actors. Yeah, he just kept saying that one of the families had Christ uh, kids was killed and that they they weren't actually killed. They were just crisis actors. And apparently people who supported Alex Jones kept showing up to these people's houses and they had to move like four or five different times. I would love to be I would just love to see their security footage from the front of their house. Just a bunch <laughs> of like 15 year old kids and a bunch of like 45 year old dudes outside their house. Like I got the documents right here. They're the crisis actor. <laughs> Those are really his. Uh, those are really his fan base. That's who he caters to. Yeah, I like Alex Jones in small doses. Very small doses. Just because he is like objectively a smart person. Oh, for sure. But just because he has the ability to like memorize all those laws and shit, you saw like the Joe Rogan podcast where he was just rattling off like federal laws, and then having Jamie pull that shit. Yeah, but then once he started drinking that cognac and smoked a little weed, he went right into psychedelic interdimensional vampires. That's he the thing, man. There. He woke, Joe opened his third eye. <laughs> he brought Alex to that like astral plane of existence. Uh, apparently, that's the only way you can even consider saying shit like that on a podcast that gets tens of millions of downloads a week. The Alex Jones Trump episode will be all time. I hope that he does it. Joe said he would like to have Donald Trump on there one time. He had him on uh, when he was running for president. 
when he was still like campaigning. True. I haven't seen that in a while though. I think I watched it the first time it came out because I was like, this is fucking meme heaven. <laughs> Dude, uh, man, do you see? Uh, well, he's gonna have Elon Musk going also. Alex Jones? No, no. Oh Joe man, Rogan. I was gonna say. I don't know. Elon Musk strikes me as a guy that would go on Alex Jones. You think he would? I think he would. Alex Jones would have the Tesla documents before he even knew what to do with them. <laughs> You're stealing this man's good work. Well, what's um, Elon Musk is in trouble now too a little bit for uh, talking shit on when the divers tried to rescue. Oh, calling him a pedophile. Yeah, man. Everyone's doing some stupid shit recently. What's going on? I don't know. Elon Musk just got butthurt, but then he saw, like, the guy was living in Thailand. So he kind of was putting two and two together. Yeah, I I saw something on Twitter a few weeks ago that August is, uh, the moon's going into retrograde. I guess it's really happening. Everyone's changing and getting in trouble now. Dude, I'm, I mean, like, I'm not all into, like, the fucking astrology shit, but shit is crazy, like, with the moon sometimes. Like, there was a... There was a blood moon, like, last week. Mm-hmm. And I turned on the news that day, and the first story I saw was, like, mother and child, like, stabbed to death. It was, like, in the Bronx somewhere. Wow. I was like, damn, shit's really crazy out here. But, I mean, is it... I feel like that had nothing to do with it, though. It was just the story that broke at the time. Yeah. I Well, I, I just find that astrology stuff to be complete and utter bullshit. Yeah, like all I do it. feel, I do feel like people like bug out with the moon sometimes when it's like full. I don't know why. Might just be because like a more light during the night thing. But I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying that there might be something that we haven't found because the moon obviously has effects on our oceans, tides, and everything like that. But women's periods as well. Yeah, but to say. That you're an Aries and that has anything to do with your personality, <laughs> it just makes you look not very intelligent. But it's Leo season, man. Oh, shit like that. You already know what the fuck goes down during Leo season. It's ridiculous because it makes it makes you look gullible that you can be tricked into believing something so broad that would fit 96% of the people reading it that day. Like, oh, I see you're going through some hard times. Don't worry. Stand your ground and everything will be okay in the end. Unless you killed someone, everything's going to be okay in the end. I like how if you think another one justify like applies to you, they try to justify it like, "Yeah, you're a you're a Scorpio, but an Aries like and you're an Aries moon." It's, what is that? It, what the fuck does that mean? It means nothing. It means some stupid shit people made up 1500 years ago that people want to romanticize and believe in today. I feel like it's just a cool way of believing, like, uh, polytheism. Just like, yeah, man, we got gods of every month. Pretty much. And you're just born. Maybe I should just become, like, a full-on fish dude. Is that, is that what you would be? Aquarius, fam, yeah. Water boy. I'm just gonna start swimming, become a water Pokemon trainer. <laughs> Gotta start somewhere. Get a giant Gyarados tattoo down my entire leg. Please do. Might do it. Might have to fuck around. You have to now. You said it. It's recorded. It's going Reg- out there. Regular on one leg, shiny down the other. Ooh, get that red boy out there. Oh, man. Tattoo my arms to look like robot arms. Don't, don't do that. Full sleeve. <laughs> do not do that. 
That is, that's one tattoo I highly recommend against. Tattoo the entire front of my neck like the venom mouth. That's like, that's one of four tattoos I disapprove of. I don't know, like, man. Seems like a good idea. Uh, I don't know, man. Neck tattoos are rough. Face tattoos are rough. And tramp stamps. What about hand tattoos? No, I like hand tattoos. I like them. I think they look tough, but I think they look good, especially if they're incorporated well into a sleeve. But I don't think face tattoos ever look good. Neck tattoos rarely look good. Yeah. And tramp stamps just never look good. It Like, ever. What do you think's worse? Having, like, a pretty bad face tattoo, like on the front of your face, or being one of those completely bald dudes that gets the top of their head tattooed? I'm going to say face tattoo because I feel like a, a head tattoo is, is tough. Yeah, like you're literally putting a needle right by your brain. Yeah, that shit's tough. Yeah. But... A face tattoo is just, it's just super trashy. What do you feel about if someone tattooed their face on the back of their face? They need to reconsider everything in their lives and they need to go to jail for being a psychopath. I think that would be badass. Do and you, you just really? get your You just get your ears cut off? Hell oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be the ugliest tattoo I've ever seen in my life. You could legitimately be in movies and they wouldn't have to like CGI a monster. Dude, how would you make it move? You just like flex the back of your head. Yeah, man. The that the fucking neck machine at the gym. <laughs> the headbang machine. That would be the ugliest tattoo in the world. And then you just do a lot of neck workouts and get a fucking tree, like a tree trunk tattooed on your neck. That shit scares me. People who have the thick ass necks. No upper body, no lower body. Thick neck. Just a thick neck. Got to support all this knowledge I'm holding in my brain. <laughs> Got to support two faces, you mean? It's because my brain stem's so big. <laughs> Damn. Is it possible to just get a super yoked neck? I'm sure it is. You just do nothing but trap work and uh, the neck machine, like you were saying. And Damn. I don't see why not. Imagine putting your face on that machine for like 50 minutes a day. <laughs> that shit is uncomfortable, too. If you've never used one... Go use one. It's uncomfortable. I tried it once in like 10th grade and I'm never doing it again. You had one in your high school? Oh, uh, no, in the gym I went to. Ah, uh, Definitely. Dude, the high school. Imagine a bunch of high school kids fucking all sweaty in the gym, smashing their face against it. Dude, we had one in my high school gym. I feel like I would get fucking ringworm. But, well, it was used for wrestlers and football players because having a thick neck like that helps prevent concussions. Oh, well, wrestlers spread ringworm like the fucking plague, man. I've never gotten it. Really? There was, like, ringworm was, like, a hard, was, like, an easy thing to get wrestling. I felt like, at least when I wrestled, our coach would always warn about it. And one kid actually got ringworm. Damn, really? Yeah. Maybe we were just using, like, old mats. I don't know. Do you, did you have any cauliflower ear from wrestling? I never got it, but a bunch of guys on our team did. Yeah, I've never gotten it either from jujitsu and martial arts and wrestling. Uh, I, I know people I train with, and they've trained for a much shorter time than me, and they get it. But I'm so happy I don't I don't have it. I feel like you got to be thankful, man. Yeah, don't you have to get that shit like drained with a needle? Yeah, you do. You can do it yourself. It's not that bad. You just go go to any really uh, pharmacy and ask for some needles. Sketchiest shit asking for needles, but you can go and. You can buy needles from pharmacies, and you can just drain it yourself. I don't know why pharmacies are just selling needles, number one. 
I don't know. My what friend ha- did it. What happens? Like your ear folds in and just like gets stuck or like? Uh, well, it just starts to fill with like pus and stuff, and then it hardens. Yeah. Yeah. So Jesus Christ. Pus and blood and everything like that. When you poke it and uh, and drain it, it it looks like pus and blood. I mean, that's what it is. And then that shit just hardens, and it's a it's a cycle. It just keeps getting hit and hardened and hit and hardened, and eventually it just your cartilage in your ear just starts to pull away and shrivel up because the blood isn't getting to it. So it just kind of moves in towards where it's getting the blood. So your ears could shrink. If you get yeah, it enough. That's exa- yeah, that's exactly what happens. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's disgusting to look at, too. <laughs> Would you rather have, like, huge Dumbo ears or little, like, weird little baby cauliflower ears? No, nah, definitely big ears. Uh, there's a guy from one of the gyms that we would cross-train at, and he had, like, half of his ear missing from cauliflower ear. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. It's not That shit's not worth it. Bro, wrestling can't be worth half... High school wrestling can't be worth half of your ear. No. Well, he was he did jujitsu and stuff. He was he was older. He might have been like 40 or something like that. Oh, okay. But, but still, I mean, you still have half your life to live ha- missing half an ear. Yeah. I mean, I feel like at that point, maybe get another hobby. I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, he was the owner of the gym and everything like that. Okay. The gym we would cross train at. So he's he's in it for life. I thought it was just a dude that went there. Okay. Yeah. That's maybe just, you know, spectate the matches. <laughs> Yeah, he was good. He's the coach of Black Belt and everything like that. But yeah, I worried about getting cauliflower ear way more than I worried about like CTE or anything like that, honestly. Because CTE, you don't even know until you're dead anyway. Like they have exactly. to inspect your brain. And that, yeah, I'm not too I'm not too worried about CTE. I know I know some people are, but the the minor effects that it has are just you're you're more impulsive you uh you forget things more easily just like small things like that it's not until it it gets severe and you're aged when it gets really bad and by then if i'm 70 with cte i just want to die anyway if i get to like 70 and i can't walk i want to die like i just i don't want to live when i'm an old man and can't do the shit that i could do do you don't want to have to empty your colostomy bag no, anything like that, man. If I can't walk upstairs, put me down. If I if I need someone to like wipe my ass for me, put me down. Just anything like that, I would voluntarily voluntarily die. Those actually sound. If I could get someone to do those for me now, that'd be pretty great. If I never had to walk <laughs> and I someone just wiped my ass for me, you live like oh. a king, man. Oh man, but that's no so way. people say we don't respect our elders. Like we literally have someone wipe your butt. I don't know. We talk about respect. <laughs> i don't know i was having this conversation with christina because uh, one of her friends got a job in a nursing home and she was saying she it's, can never do it so depressing so de- yep that's exactly what she said it's just like old people whose families don't visit them and everything like that and they're just like waiting to die surrounded by other people waiting to die i feel like mortality rates are up more there also just because you're around death more yeah definitely you gotta give up hope and shit so, hey, you fucks, if your grandparents are in a nursing home, go see them. Maybe just call. <laughs> no, see, the disrespect to grandma and grandpa. Yeah. $50 on your birthday. If you're close, go see them. <laughs> if it's like a state journey, you know, maybe make, take some time to plan it. Damn. I don't know, man. I would want my family to go see me when I'm that old and chilling in a nursing home. Oh, it, it would be nice, yeah. But, like, it sucks when you're, when it doesn't happen. 
like mm-hmm. when you're technically dead in theory but not physically i guess like yeah, you're all you're d- all you're doing is like surviving really yeah you're forgotten and you're just waiting to die damn and then everyone comes out to the funeral we yeah, love and- we loved you yeah you haven't seen those fuckers in 15 years yeah yikes man shit's rough shit's giving me a little bit of an existential crisis right now (laughs) is it no very mild i'll survive what do you think happens when we die you think it's nothing oh probably nothing yeah that's what if i had to bet my money i think that's what i'd bet it on i'm really hoping for reincarnation that is what i want also or maybe it's just like like you know the dmt thing it's activated by the uh the shit that releases what you see before you die. Yeah. In the, the pineal pineal, gland. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that when you're about to die and your life flashes before your eyes, it just flashes in real time. And you just keep living the same thing over and over and over again. I was listening to, I forget who it was, but I was listening to someone talk. And they're like, what if that is is what hell is? Is you living the same life over and over and over again? Until you get it right, and you don't, you have no, you have no way of knowing. You have no way of knowing what you did before, and you have no way of knowing where where you fuck up or anything like that. It's just you living until you get it right. I mean, if I don't remember my current life, probably probably not that bad. Yeah, but what if at the end they show you like these were your stats? It took you sixteen thousand five hundred and eighty three tries to get it right. That's pretty demoralizing. Oh, and yeah. you go back knowing that you fucked up? Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, well, this time it didn't work, so we're going to send you back. You may, Here's where you fucked up, but your mind's going to get completely swiped. God, imagine getting worse at it. Imagine you're close, and you yeah. just keep fucking up more. Yeah. And then you become Hitler. Yeah, yeah like, so you're, yeah. At, at the <laughs> So, like, at the end of your life is the finish line, and that would be just so crazy if... Oh, you know what? fucked up. We're throwing you right back in. Maybe you should maybe you should blank this part out, man. This is a good movie idea. No, dude, we're keeping it. It, it almost has it. to have been done. Yeah, probably. Probably some like probably some Netflix show coming out about it. You know what theory really trips me out, which I mean absolutely makes sense in my mind, is uh simulation theory. That we're just living in a simulation that's created. We're in the matrix. Yeah, yeah, because think about it like it's not like you don't have to all you have to do is convince people that they're actually living a life i mean i understand that i'm living like i feel physical things yeah but this is i was talking to christina about it because she's a she's a religious person and i am not so i just like brought this up just to like bounce it around with her and everything so the best way i have of describing it is someone is controlling you and you are not the sims but someone in Sim City, where you move into the city and you have your life, but the person controlling it doesn't know every detail of your life. But you, but would that Sim know that they're not real or not? So like, it's not like the Sims where you you pick their job and everything like that. It's Sim City where you have a, an entire city and you're looking down on those people. And like I said, you don't know every detail of their job. You don't know what every person does for their job or what they do in their free time. But, but you know they're there. Yeah. And do you think that those Sims know that they're alive? Or in that game, do you think that they think they're alive? Like, that could be us. 
It could be. Like, that's the that's the best way I have of, like, thinking about it and putting it. But then if there is something, like, controlling that sim, wouldn't that make it God? Whatever built yeah, the but, city? Yeah, essentially. So then, like, you're essentially playing God when you play those games, like SimCity. Yeah, it's badass. You just keep bringing plagues. Yeah, yeah. So what if, like, what if that's what's happening to us? And we, because we wouldn't have any way of knowing. So then you just gotta say, fuck it and enjoy it. Be like, exactly. hey, man, probably a simulation. Exactly. Let's get let's get hammered. <laughs> but that would be so crazy if people found out that nothing mattered and nothing was real. I feel like it would just be it would literally become the purge. For sure. There would be no rules and everything would devolve into nothing. I don't know how I feel about that. I'd like to not find that out, even if it is the <laughs> case. I don't know. I I I definitely want to find out what happens. I'm curious as to that. And like the I don't like the people who die and then come back and say like they say all, they saw all those things like oh i saw heaven and everything maybe they did but there are a lot of studies that also show that when you have uh near-death experiences like that as you were saying earlier it's just your pineal gland releasing all of the natural dmt your body produces and they're just tripping out yeah so what if i mean maybe if that's Maybe that's how the idea of like heaven and shit got started. Just someone almost died and then came back to life. That's very possible. And it's just like, it just, it sounds good. You know, like you have this, because when you, when people are get close, like the girl who got her arm bitten off by a shark, she's like, I didn't feel an ounce of pain. It was euphoric. It was a euphoric feeling. Just going deep into that dark sleep. Do you have yeah. a limited amount of uh, dimethyltryptamine or whatever it's the word yeah, that's yeah, that's what it's called. Uh, but um, I'm honestly not sure. I haven't done enough research into it for that. I just know some of the basic things about it. Uh, we're not even able to use what our body produces, though, unless it's like a situation like that. Unless your body goes into pure like death mode and you're trying to convince yourself that this isn't happening. Yeah. And then you start yeah, and then you start to to trip out like that. And you have but, to take something from a dead person's brain and smoke it you can well you can you, you do, what you do is you, yeah you get it from the trees i'm not sure if they know how to extract it from the pineal gland either mm. but you just jab it with a needle feel around in there <laughs> i'm pretty sure the person has to be alive though just milk that bad boy <laughs> to for you to get like the dmt i'm pretty sure the person has to be alive i wonder if that's really like maybe that happens when you die and you're your body just ceases to like exist, but your brain's like pineal gland just keeps going. Mm-hmm. That would be crazy. That would actually be a pretty dope way to go, unless you have like a bad trip. And I guess that's hell. Well, it's just like, uh, well, it's just like how they say like energy cannot be destroyed nor created. So like, just like a fact like that kind of makes me want to lean towards reincarnation. Also, like we were talking about earlier. It just sucks that there's nothing better than a human to be reincarnated at this. Like, this is the this is the peak, man. Maybe. What if there are other life forms out there and you get reincarnated as one of those sometime? I was just thinking I was going to become reincarnated as, like, a tick or something. That would be miserable. Like well, I, your life spans a few days, so... Just a fucking snail. I get stepped on at a barbecue. <laughs> and then you meet God. Oh, Willie, looks like you survived... 13 days, new career low. <laughs> Damn. That'd be pretty whack. <laughs> Damn. What if you what if you die every time and then every time you do better, you get like a better life form to be 
and then if you fuck up, you become like a gorilla or something. Oh, that would be cool. Just like a points. We got some good movie ideas floating around in here. <laughs> that was, I like that. Like you're leveling up. You just become fucking like an alien next if you do good here. Then, then you, yeah, then you wonder how many times it took like people like 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 Elon Musk or LeBron. How many times did it take them to get it right to get where they're at now? And then if that's the case, what's next? Yeah, like if you do great here, do you get to skip a grade? Yeah. We'll make it an animated show. Call it Alien High School. <laughs> it, ooh, I don't know about that one. It'll be a high school and then each grade is like you live a full life in a grade. What if that's what it's like? That would fucking suck. Human again? Bro, are you kidding me? <laughs> this, this sack of flesh and bones. Give me are some okay? where I can become invisible. That would be dope. Are you okay if it is nothingness? Like, Would you be alright with that in the end? I have no choice but to be. If it's nothing, I won't even know. Exactly. So, like, you know nothing before you got here, so why would it be... Why would you know anything afterwards? Yeah, I mean, I really hope not, but who knows? But heaven sounds terrifying to me also. It sounds fucking sick. Does it? Kinda, yeah. I don't know. It sound, It doesn't sound... Like Bro, it but it's good. whatever you want it to be. That's the. That's the thing. Is it? It's like... Yeah. See, I was expecting just like this place where, where everyone has to be happy all the time. It's not and... that you have to be; it's that you are. Yeah, I know, but is that is that really any different? Like, do you like? I personally wouldn't want to live in a place that is happiness all the time because then you have nothing to compare it to. Yeah, but maybe you remember your like human life, and then you're just like, wow, actually everything's dope. Actually, I get whatever I want. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It yeah, it's just, hard. Maybe yeah, it's the, and, maybe heaven is the matrix. Yeah, and like being somewhere for an eternity freaks me out too. Yeah. Like I don't want to be anywhere forever. Because forever is literally endless. And that's where you're at. You don't think you'd get tired of that shit eventually? Oh, you have to get so bored. And probably just everyone that you know just keeps dying. So that's no fun. You just got to find a way to move your soul and join the singularity. <laughs> yeah, you can't die. You're in heaven. That, yeah. That is, that is the after thing. You're just stuck there for forever. And that's like that's like the concept of purgatory also. Yeah. Like you weren't good. You weren't bad. You're just chilling, doing nothing forever. Yep. It's, like, that shit sounds terrifying to me. That's like, pretty fucking paper, scary. Yeah, like on paper it sounds good, but the more you think about it, the scarier it really like it becomes. I don't know, man. Doing nothing on paper just I mean, it sounds good for like a week or two, but Yeah, but you don't but know. An eternity. Yeah. Like the not knowing makes it so much easier. Like you just shut the lights off cuz you don't you don't know what happened before this, before you were alive. That's true. So if it's just like that, then there's you just have no you have no way of knowing. But if you're in heaven and there's like a calendar, like, oh shit, I'm in the year five million. What the hell have I been doing for the last five million years? You just turn on the news one day, like heaven news. It's just the year five million and fifty. Miserable. I don't. I would not want to live that long, man. I don't want to live on Earth for like ninety years. If I get to ninety, I want to be taken out. I can't imagine forever. Yeah, I mean, I would do. I would do a hundred just to get on the Today Show. <laughs> just get that list. Be done the next day. We made it, boys. 
There's no way I'm making it to 100. My Advances in medicine, bro. No way. My body's already like too beat up to make it to 100. You're going to live to 100, but you're going to be miserable for the last 25 years of it. I, t- I told you, dude, I'm going to be put down. I'm going to put myself down if I have to. You're going to have to move to Sweden or something. Worth it. Yeah, probably. To die, probably. <laughs> dude, like I see those old people who can like barely move and barely get around and stuff. That That's awful. But maybe they have a purpose. Maybe they Maybe there is something pushing them through, you know? Maybe, maybe it's just they're too. Maybe they're just chilling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it probably honestly, it's easy to talk about it now because like dying of old age is far away. Probably a very scary thing once you get closer to just come to terms with it. Like, wow, this is really it. Well, I think the scariest thing about getting old is that in your mind you're the same as you were when you were twenty, but yeah. your body is like failing you. Yeah, it's pretty terrible, man. Yeah, that's the scariest thing. That's what I don't want. That's why I wanted. That's why I'd rather die when I'm like seventy compared to ninety, so I don't have to go through that. Seventy might be a little early. I don't know, man. I'll push it, it is a little early, but it's. I'd rather die sooner than later, like earlier. I'd rather be early than late. Yeah, maybe just give me like a button to press. I just wake up one day. I'm just like, you know what? Yeah, this is it. This is the day. <laughs> Instead of, like, those buttons that lift or lower the bed when you're old to help you get out of bed. <laughs> just inject the venom into my bloodstream. Fuck my shit up, fam. Just do it, man. No balls, you <laughs> won't. You won't hit me with a lethal injection. See, I, I say that, but, like, if what if you got offered, like, immortality as a vampire? Would you take it? No, because then being immortal just sucks. But what if, like, you can die like vampires can die? Like... Is suicide by wooden stake? Yeah, yeah. Like, there's certain ways you can die, but if you avoid those ways, you're good. Yeah, I don't know. Some of those ways, I'd rather die of old age than die by, like, a fucking clove of garlic. I don't know. if, But if I get to be, like, 25, if I get my body at this age... Yeah. Until I, cho- until I choose it to, to... Until I choose to go out, I think I would take that deal. I think that's a deal I would make. Yeah. Maybe that's where the saying only the good die young come for, like the only good ones in the afterlife. Are all young. Damn. Imagine that's another thing. What kind of body do you do you get just like your favorite year of you? Or do you get like like if you go to heaven and you see your grandparents and they're like twelve years old? Yeah. What are you gonna that's do? Fucking weird. Yeah, and then what if everyone in heaven is just old and they're just like fucking playing shuffleboard all the time or some shit like that? That's honestly pretty dope also. If you're old though, playing shuffleboard's yeah. fun, but not when you're not when you're old like oh. that. I wouldn't want to be in in an old person's body for all of eternity. It's heaven, it's just a bunch of old people making political and racial jokes. <laughs> if you're making racial jokes, I'm not quite sure you're getting into heaven. <laughs> it just makes fun of people in hell though. <laughs> That'd be funny. Gotta think of a good uh derogatory term. Except for yeah. heathen. Heathen? Have you ever uh, have you ever seen your pretty faces going to hell? Still haven't seen it from when you told me to before. Oh, I do need to get Hulu though. If I were if I were to go to hell, or if that's what hell would be like, I think I would take that one. <laughs> Cause it's like fun, man. They get sent to go to Earth and corrupt some souls and shit like that. Uh, granted, it's a comedy show. Yeah. But if it were fun like that. See, I, I imagined it. it. I imagined it like the hell in Little Nicky, where like 
if you're Hitler, you're just getting like a pineapple shoved into your ass every day. But what's the punishment if you're like not Hitler? Like the one guy got raped by a bird. He was a peeping Tom. But yeah. what if like, what if like, what if like you just don't believe in God? Because like if, you go to hell if you don't believe in God. So like that's not necessarily like a a, a sin. I mean it's a sin, but you do, you're not doing anything wrong. Yeah, and he doesn't want to no give you the satisfaction proof. if it's just purgatory. Then it's kind yeah. of like a half. Yeah, I don't know. I guess you just like, I don't know. You pull those big fucking stone wheels around like pits of fire. I guess I don't know. Oh, what if you were like a Sisyphus and you had to always push the rock up the hill? No breaks. <laughs> I, I mean, hey man, beach season. We're still in it. <laughs> you ain't ever going to the beach though, boy. You got to push that rock up the hill. Bro, if it's, if it's that hot in hell and I'm doing that, I'm going to be yoked. Bro, would you rather have like the Sisyphus fate, fate where you push the rock up the hill every day? Or would you rather have the fate of, and uh, the guy's name's escaping me, but uh, he gets, he's like tied up and he gets eaten by the eagles and the vultures every day, and then his body just recomes back, and he, that happens every single day. I'd probably do the Sisyphus. Would you? Yeah. I think I would too, man. I wouldn't want to endure that pain every single day. Yeah. But think about it, you're pushing a rock up the hill every time he gets to the top. Oh, look, there's a new boulder at the bottom. Time for you to push it right back up. I'd rather do that every day than get eaten by birds and die. <laughs> every single day. I'm not big no, on birds, re- man. You're not really. Oh, that's true. You are f- terrified of birds. I forgot Bro, about big that. birds like that. Get the fuck out of here. They're I dinosaurs. They are dinosaurs. Technically, they are dinosaurs. Vultures are terrifying. Yeah, dude. There's ter- there anything that has like. Has like rough skin like that yeah, that's it's got, exposed. It's like bald. Like what the fuck, man? Put <laughs> a hat on. Wear a hoodie. Fucking gross. Absolutely. You've been eating on this coyote. It's been dead for two months. It's disgusting. Bro, birds are just fucked up animals, man. Just all of them. Oh, I mean, I don't, I don't hate like the little ones. Like I, f- I fuck with some sparrows, like some cardinals and stuff. Uh huh. But like once you get to like pigeons, doves, just as bad as pigeons. They just really? don't look Why as good. Because they're the same bird. Doves are just white. That's true. We have like brown doves by me. They're fucking gross. The morning doves. Yeah. Not a fan. How do you feel about emus and ostriches? Not a fan. They're, they're dinosaurs. They're huge. Those things actually are dinosaurs. An ostrich will fucking rip my heart out like a Mortal Kombat fatality with its fucking talon. Dude, those things are crazy. Imagine if they could fly. Emus beat Australia in a war. Birds. Do you ever look up the emu war? No. That's as soon as this is done, you need to look it up. The Australian army lost a war to emus, like a flock of birds. Are you serious? I swear to God. What? How? How did they lose? Don't they have guns and stuff? They're they're big birds, man. I think they were just outnumbered. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. But definitely look it up. I'm definitely gonna have to. That's wild. I did not know about that at all. Yeah. So. Vultures I'm out on. Even chickens are fucking... They're just gross looking. Like, I love eating chicken and turkey, but the <laughs> birds themselves are disgusting looking. That's fair. They're that fucking little dangly part. The turkeys... Turkeys are disgusting. Yeah, it looks like a ball sack. By far, yeah. And it's got that stupid bald head also. Or the some weird, like, red feathers around the... It's... Get the fuck out of here. Look like... Look adorable, at least. <laughs> It's a fucking terror bird, man. They're not pretty. My cows are cute. 
You I'll eat cows, cows all day. Yeah. Oh man. Supposedly they make great pets also, but they need a they need like a friend or they yeah. die early. Dude, cows kill more people than sharks every year. That's why you need a pet one. You need one on your side. No, they just fall over and you and they crush you. They're like two thousand pounds. You go cow tipping with the bros. I would not recommend that. You don't want to take a trip to Iowa. Cows are mean, man. Not when they're sleeping. You just push them over. <laughs> they don't actually sleep standing up, do they? I think they do. But they they like lay down. I see them like if you drive by in the fields, they lay down. I don't know, man. So then, how did cow tipping become a thing? Just because you can walk, they're, like they're kind of friendly, and you can walk up to them and push them. But I'm pretty sure, like they get <laughs> agitated quickly. And yeah. They don't fuck around. Yeah, and the guys have horns. Yeah, exactly. Look at a bull. Bull, I didn't. I didn't know you brought my wife's boyfriend into this. Ooh, grody. <laughs> what were you gonna say? I said, can you imagine being crazy enough to do the running of the bulls? No, I feel like you have to be certifiably insane. Like maybe for a block, I could see myself doing it for one block and running into the crowd after and hiding. Well, it's, it, the crazy part is it's not even one race; it's a bunch of them. Yeah, it's, it's multiple days and multiple courses. I don't know why. I don't know why either. I've never like looked into the tradition of it, but that's wild. See, haven't people gotten like gored from it? Oh yeah, for sure. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Terrifying. I'm out on that. For sure. And people who do like rodeos and stuff like that. But rodeo rodeo that. clowns are wild. After the yeah. after the dude's all fucking agitated and he's running around and the like riders fucking prancing away these dudes just get out of buckets and they just distract it terrifying the balls you have to have to be a rodeo clown they need they need a better name (laughs) rodeo troop how much do you think they get paid they probably get paid shit to be honest i'm gonna google it right now how much rodeo clowns make please do because actually i'm insanely curious because bull riding is kind of a big thing like, I see it on CBS Sports on TV. Take a guess. I'm going to say, like, 30 grand a year. It's more than that. It's more, it's a, it's honestly honestly a little bit more than what I expected. 50? 51. Good for them. Probably a low cost of living there, also. Yeah, I was I was honestly <laughs> expecting, like, 25,000 or something like that. Like, shit money. I can't imagine there's a lot of room for advancement, though. At, yeah, what else are you going to do? You're going to go from that to owning a rodeo. That's about it. Maybe opening your own rodeo clown school. Maybe you'll be a bull rider. Let me see how much they make. Let's check that out. They have a lot of competition, so some of those guys probably make bank. I would not be surprised. The average salary for... <clears throat> Damn. The average salary for professional bull riders ranges from approximately ten thirty-two per hour for host hostesses to fourteen oh four per hour. So they get paid less than the clowns. Really? Yes. Well, I guess the clowns are doing the real scary part. Unless you fall off the bull and then get, like, gored or stomped. That's no fun. I don't know, man. Fucking psychopaths bull ride. I found a different thing, and it says that the typical salary range for a bull rider, and this is a ridiculous range, 19910 to $187,000. That's average, okay. Yeah, the average is 64000 so they make a little bit more money than the clowns. That that makes sense. All I mean, the clowns are really like psychopaths, but the bull riders are actually the competition guys. 
Yeah. I don't know. The clowns are the real heroes. They That's what I'm saying. Dying. You're lucky this bull's not mauling you through that fucking wall. And we're watching <laughs> it like the Romans. <laughs> Pretty fucked up, huh? It's a, it's the goddamn Coliseum, man. It really is. That's what I feel like UFC is like. Because that's what it is. That is exactly what it is. I mean, you can't get any closer. If you get any closer, it, it'll be murder. Yeah. Like, there's, there's no other place you can watch a guy scrape another man's face off of a fence legally. No, there are very few rules. And the only and the only reason that those rules are there is to make it a sport that would get approved by athletic commissions. So they had to make rules. They had to make no biting, no eye gouges. You can't kick someone in the dick. You can't grab the fence. Just like, but small stuff like that that make it a sport. What's the uh, What's the MMA league that's like no rules? Like all the juiced up guys go on there. Well, it used to be Pride back in the day. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, but that uh, that doesn't exist anymore. Damn. That was really the wild, wild west of MMA. They would. It said in their contracts, we will not test you for PEDs. Basically encouraging it. I can't believe they didn't have... Did they have fights in America? They couldn't Pride? They, might, they may have had like... Uh, actually, I don't think so. I think it was all Japan. Yeah, that they makes sense. They soccer kicks to the head. Like on the floor? Yeah, when they were on the ground, you could hit, kick their head like a soccer ball. No, thank you. Yeah. They, it was... There were no... That was as close to Gladiator as you were getting. Yeah, again, that's my one gripe with World Star Hip Hop fight compilations. People stomping on heads. Yeah, like once the dude locks up and falls down. Yeah, you won. I don't, I don't get that. You won. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, those things. But those things. Anytime I watch those things, I like critique their fighting stance and their fighting right away. I was like, if any, if any one of those guys were trained, that fight would be over in ten seconds because the other guy would quit. But they're just wildly throwing hands. Yeah, not my first, my first move would be I would leg kick the shit out of someone and they would drop immediately. And then you go to the soccer kicks. No, and then I just walk away. I'm like, you're a dumbass. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that would be it. I would be like, oh, that's it. You're done. All right, cool. You can't walk for the next seven days. Yeah, those leg kicks. Uh, those leg kicks aren't fun. I know you've never done a full one, maybe like a quarter one. Still not great. Dude, especially if you if your like legs aren't conditioned to taking them. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, you're you're just done. You're not gonna be able to walk for a few days. Especially if you get someone who's trained throwing it, you're just done. Good luck. You're gonna drop immediately. I did it to Jordan and he dropped. He's like, dude, I didn't expect it to be like that. He said it hurt for like six or seven days. Yikes. I, I mean was like, Yeah, dude, I told you. I got runner's legs, man. I'm I'm walking on toothpicks. You'd snap my shit right off. <laughs> Dude, yeah. But the World Star videos, anytime I watch those, I'm just like, ooh, you would get destroyed in a fight. Bring a that shit fight. to the octagon, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like step into step into a gym and you would get your shit destroyed in five minutes of walking into that gym. They wouldn't even let you spar because you don't know how to fight. They'd be like, no, go take the beginner classes. How are you going to learn to fight if they don't let you spar? You take the beginner's classes. That's what you do. Oh, with the nerds? Oh, yeah. You got to start at the bottom of the totem pole. Sounds pretty awful, man. Give me a black belt. Let me register my hands as weapons. That's a myth. <laughs> you don't actually do it. It'd be cool, but you don't actually. That's not real. You tell me all those Chuck Norris jokes I heard were a lie. 
Yeah, absolutely. So what's really under his beard? More fists. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's a legit martial artist, though. Yeah. Crazy. Skeptical on the Bowflex. Oh, for sure. That shit <laughs> I don't know, sucks. man. You don't, even hear, you don't even hear about Bowflex anymore, do you? I've seen the... They still play the Chuck Norris commercial sometimes. Nuh-uh. Sometimes at, like, four in the morning. Damn. On, like, some of these weird networks. Well, I know, like, Comedy Central and shit used to have the wildest infomercials. Bro, I was big on the magic bullet. <laughs> Dude, I hear those things are dope. They probably are. I, I want one. Fucking, uh... I was never big on the ShamWow. Nah? Nah. OxyClean. That's where it was at, man. Billy Mays? Have you ever, have you ever bought anything from an infomercial? No. No? No. They don't even exist. They don't really exist anymore, though, right? Just rarely on... Sometimes. Like, you get them on, like, channels like CBS, NBC, and, well, mostly Fox. Do you really? And the CW on the weekends at, like, 11 a.m. Really? Yeah, Fox will just play, like, play, like paid programming from 12 p.m. to, like, 5 p.m. Mm. I don't get it. I don't know why they just don't put something on, but... Yeah, it's always some keyboard. weird, like... That's what I call, like, 70s music. And it's like 12 DVDs for $300. I remember those commercials, like now 76 and everything like that. Or yeah. Kids Bop used to have those commercials. They have like Little Orphan Annie like infomercials where they're trying to sell like 1920s movies. <laughs> yep. It's pretty wild. The best, the best CDs are definitely the monster ballad ones. Oh, where they had like, uh, where they separated the genres. Yeah, and you had, like, Brett Michaels and shit like that. Yeah. And all of his love songs. Because, yeah, Monster Ballads was the all love songs one. Yeah, and now we have iPhones and Androids, and you have Spotify and Apple Music, and you don't need any of that shit. Also cut down on people, like, illegally downloading music. So also a positive. Uh, yeah, but it really sucks for the artist, because they get no money from those companies either. Yeah. What is it, like... 10 cents every 100 plays or something yeah it i think it's less than that i think it's like minuscule amounts of money they have to get all their money from touring which is why concert tickets are so high yeah i mean that's pretty much how any band makes their money or artists because you don't yeah you don't get money from a record label either you don't even need a record label anymore i feel like band bands do you think so just like studio time alone and like paying someone to master all those instruments and shit that's true but i don't know i feel like the the technology isn't hard as hard to get as what it used to be it used to be expensive as shit but now you can master anything from an ipod or yeah a mac or a laptop or anything like that. i just feel like it's more of a time thing like with uh with a band you probably have at least three or four members all playing like a different instrument or singing rap it's like you already have a pre-made beat that's made for the song Mm -hmm. it's really just a vocal track over it that's true and it's not like you have to match like notes as wildly i guess yeah i don't know i'll never get a record deal i don't know what i'm talking about gotta break it down gotta join one of those battle rap leagues are there actually battle rap leagues you've never seen like king of the dot or anything no Oh, man. Is it good? There's some really good battle rappers. They make trash, like, real music. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, no, these dudes are, they're, like, hour long. They're, like, an hour long also. Three nice. rounds of, like, five minutes each. Bro, so it's not, like, Yo Mama? No, it's legitimately really good rapping about really, like, they get personal as fuck. 
they like find shit out about these dudes and like they I was just shit say, talk do they them. do Facebook research and everything? Oh yeah, well because it's like a league, so everyone's like battled with each other before, so like they learn shit I guess from other rappers too. Oh shit, that's cool. Shit gets crazy though, dude. And they pack out places. Like where? I don't know where. It always looks like it's in some warehouse. Oh. But it's fucking full of people. Yeah. yeah. Pretty dope shit, man. Ready to wrap this bad boy up? Yeah, just about ready. Well, thanks for listening. Episode 5 of uh, Yip Yap and Jaw Jappin. Will Will Pokorny. Yeah, John Purdue.